And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Well, our guest this week is Martin Ojew. He is a photojournalist, an avid street photographer, and he's from Malta. He is our first Maltese guest, but not to be our last. Martin, welcome. Welcome, Bob, and thank you for this opportunity, and I'm very honored to be on this podcast. Well, it's uh, our, my pleasure. Glad to have you. I've been an admirer of your work for quite some time. Martin's very active in our uh, street photographer, in our, yeah, our community, our Facebook community, Facebook group, and uh, published many photos in the magazine. So it's nice to have you here. So, Martin, let's start off. Just want to ask you, just tell us about yourself. Well, what's you Martin said. all about? How, you know, how'd you get into photography? How'd you get into street photography? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm Martin Ajus, as you said, uh, from the tiny island of Malta. <clears throat> uh, I always loved uh, taking pictures in the old times with, with, with film, obviously, but I never got really into it. Uh, but then in 2007, I bought my first digital SLR, beginning 400D, with a kit lens, and I said, I need to do a course to learn more about photography. And I took my first course and uh, I nearly quit photography because the, <laughs> the teacher that I had always said that I'm shooting crap things. And I was <laughs> and I was really I said I'm not good for photography, I'm gonna quit. But then in the assignment that we had to do for the last part of the course, I came first. I said, wow. <laughs> and that kept me going. I, I took other courses, all the courses that I could find on the island and all that. And yeah, I, I started doing pretty good. Uh, at the time, I was still in the Armed Forces of Malta. I, I did 27 years <laughs> in the Maltese Army. Uh, and the last few months, of my life in the army before I retired in July 2010. That's a long time ago now. Uh, I was the official photographer of the Armed Forces of Malta as well. Uh, but I had already decided to retire from the army and go on to be a freelance photographer. Uh, in July I retired and from nowhere in that same week that I retired, uh, a local newspaper phoned me up and asked me if I would like to join their team to help them out, N not as a f on a full-time basis. And I said, uh, it's a good thing. I mean, if I won't have enough jobs <laughs> as a freelance, I, I could go uh, and earn some money there. And uh, I, I started on 1st of August, 2010. And I, start, I started falling in love with, with journalism. And over here in Malta, I have to shoot journalism and even sports. So it's more exciting and, and, and more, more things to do and, and different stuff. And yeah, I started loving it. And then after three years, uh, they asked me if I want to join on full time. Although I was doing pretty well uh, 
as a freelance photographer, uh, I, I said yes. And I'm still there until now. And the, the newspaper that I work, uh, the company has TV, radio, website, and newspapers. So I have to work for all of them. Although it's TV, you say TV, yeah, but they still use our photos, especially when the news is on. Uh, I started doing all stuff in photography in the beginning, uh, apart from that. But then I decided I wanted to do a qualification uh, with one of the local associations of photography in Malta. And funnily enough, uh, I, I, I decided to go on fashion and glamour. Uh, I forgot to mention when I started photography, I always said I don't want to shoot people. And what I'm doing now, only shooting people. <laughs> 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 so uh, I did that and, and I passed. I got my associateship and subsequently I got, I got the associateship with the societies in the UK as well. And a year after I managed to, to, to win the Preston News Photographer of the Year uh, at the societies UK which was a really great honor, and I attended the ceremony. It, 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 it was great. And it was great for Maltese photography as well, because 11 of us, everybody won something. So uh, we won the ma- major, major, yeah, that's ma- great. Ma- major awards that there were. And, and even one of us won, won the overall photographer. So... That, that was really great. Uh, as Malta, although it's a very tiny place, uh, we have really, really good photographers. And so, um, so you were a photolog- photographer for the military, yeah. which is very interesting. I mean, what type of things do you photograph as a military photographer? Or is it secret and you can't tell us? No, no, it's no secret. I mean, in Malta, it's not like in America. <laughs> they go abroad. Although now they started going abroad, doing missions and all that. N- not in war zones. But I, I was covering functions, uh, events of, of the army, where the, there are parades or training, being on aircraft as well, shooting from above, uh, doing jobs. For the Maltese government as well. Uh, so, although it's a pity it, it was only a few months, it, it was really interesting and it helped me out to, to become a, a photojournalist without even asking for it. Not even in the army, I asked for it. I mean, just one day they told me, Would you like to join the, the press office? I said, Okay. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? You got an interesting comment on your website. Hope you don't mind me asking about it. This yes, is on your yeah, front page. True. First of all, it says, there's two things. One says, make it stand out. And then, so let me ask you that first. So what do you mean by that, make it stand out? Uh, I mean, I, I teach photography as well nowadays. Uh, when I mean by making it stand out, uh, Try to make your images stand out from the others, especially mm-hmm. when you when you are competing or trying to build up your portfolio or, or 
whatever you want to do or do a qualification and everything like that. So I'm always trying to improve myself and I'm always trying to do my best and to make my work stand out and be recognized like, let's say, your fantastic magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Go on. Yeah, good to be p- part of your, I, I can call it a society, because there are some yeah, great photographers cool. posting on Facebook and, and, and on your magazine. Yeah, there are. There are so many good photographers all over, and, and we've got yes, yes, yes. so many excellent ones, part of our, our community, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I follow um, so we're, we're photographers happy. from all over the world, so. Yeah, yeah, there's just. So much, so much good stuff out there. Um, another thing you said on your website says, "In my images, the people are the actors performing for me in a scene that I want." That that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, well, I to to tell the truth, I stole that from Henry Cartier Bresson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but it it, it 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 so struck me. Uh, because in in my favorite type of of street photography that uh, it it really fitted into my work mm-hmm. so i i i had uh, all right i i may turn around the words but but i i got it from him i mean he's one of my great influence influences uh because uh in street photography, there are two types. Uh, we call them the fisherman and the hunter. I don't mm-hmm. know if you sure. Of course, you should have heard of it. Uh, and all right, sometimes I go out and be the, the hunter, you know, and, and see what I can grab. Uh, thanks to my job, I, I'm pretty fast <laughs> when seeing a scene. And of course, I'm always scanning, even if I'm talking to someone, I'm, I'm scanning around and taking a couple of shots. But I find my best photography comes when I'm being the fisherman, when I find a good background, good lighting, and I wait. And, and so that is what that saying is exactly my work and the type of work I'm doing with, with light and shadows, uh, harsh shadows, uh, mm-hmm. it's 100% true. <laughs> I see. You do a lot, like you said, um, a lot of really high contrast work, I would say, yeah. a lot of light and shadow. Do you think that's because you come from such a sunny place? Yeah. Well, mainly, yes. It is It is very, very sunny, oh, nearly all, all year round. So that's a good But uh, I've seen other people's work, uh, and I loved it, and I said, it's a good thing for us Maltese. Cause I, lo- I love every now and then uh, going and shoot uh, even landscape and fine art, but mm-hmm. the weather in Malta doesn't permit that much. So <laughs> it's once in a while that you get that chance in winter. So uh, living in Malta, having all that sun, I had to, to do something with, with that kind of light. and. Well, even looking at your portfolio, I mean, you have a whole section on London. 
Yeah. Which is not a sunny place. And you it, you still have very <laughs> high contrast images. So. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they have a nice, nice white sky, obviously, with the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the overcast I, uh, so much. Uh, I get, when I go to London, I get like, all my photography at the moment, it, it's, it's, uh, whatever I do, it's called City Life from Malta to London. <laughs> okay. Because I'm, I'm combining uh, uh, Malta and London, the images in, in my talks, my teaching, my mm-hmm. exhibitions, uh, qualifications, whatever, and, and even uh, the double exposures that I'm doing recently. Uh, they are made one photo from Malta and one photo from London. So uh, oh. those are not easy to do, but the way I'm doing yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's much harder. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you're, um, I mean, your work is so consistent. I mean, it has the same look. It's just, I mean, it can obviously tell it's your work. And you do a lot of black and white. Yeah, I I love black and white. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's obvious. I mean, first, you know, why black and white? What's your rationale for that? And I'll ask my next question when you're done with that. All right. Uh, at the beginning, uh, when I started entering competitions and all that, uh, I was doing pretty good with black and white images, mm-hmm. with colored ones, uh, so and so. So I started focusing more on black and white. And obviously, street is more sort of people associate street more to black and white and uh, Working with harsh light and harsh shadows, it needs to be black and white as well, and also eliminate the distractions. I love color. I mean, if I had the opportunity to shoot color in London, I had some opportunities. I took color where the color is prominent and adding to the image because when I started photography, we were taught that. If color, if color is helping, leave it in color. If not, convert it to black and white. And yeah. I, I adopted that. Is that what you're doing? You're converting to black and white? Or yes, are you shooting yes. in black and white natively? No, no. I always shoot in color and then convert to black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I like the way you do it. I mean, you've got, you know, even though you're, you know, you're, you're shooting in pretty harsh light, you know, you're, your shadows, you still have a lot of detail in the shadows. Yeah, and it's important. Don't blow out the highlights. And, you know, that, that's hard to do. But yeah, it's, uh, it's important. Uh, one of the tricks is to, to, first I take a reading on, on, on the harsh light, mm-hmm. then I take a reading on the harsh shadow, and then I try to go in between. And then just some touches in Lightroom. Yeah. Yeah. Are you shooting raw primarily? Yeah, obviously. I, I, yeah. I need to shoot raw because you never know what, what, what you need the image for. Or mm-hmm. uh, I, I even sell my images on my website. So, yeah. You need, you need and you data. have, you have mo- more op- opportunity in, in editing as well. Yeah. What do you, what do you shoot with? Yeah. Uh, now, 
now this year I got my Canon R6 mirrorless with a mm. 24 105, and today I just ordered a 35 millimeter 1.8. So I would go. I would be going lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I took the plunge a couple of months ago just to just to try it out. Yeah, yeah, because. All right, and once I I might go out two, three, four hours mainly. Yeah. Out and but when I'm abroad, it's twelve hours or more. So yeah. you need to you need to be light. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You sure do. And uh, you know that's a nice thing when you're out of town. You go out, shoot, take uh, you know, see some new things, take photos in a new place. It's better than sitting around a hotel bar all evening. Oh no no no! I, uh, I go abroad specifically for 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 street or even for landscape because mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends and and we we go here and there. Yeah, uh, but although I will be with friends, one will be <laughs> shooting God mm-hmm. knows where, and and the other yep. one, and then we just call each other for a coffee or beer or or for a lunch. So. So mainly you, we are shooting alone. So if you could go anywhere to do street photography, where would it be? Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. I mean, I would uh, love to go to New York one day. <laughs> why not? It's a great yes, place. Uh, yes. Yeah. Come on over. Have you ever been over here? No, I've never been. I, I've only been to Europe and sort of Asia, because I've been to Istanbul, and that, that, that is half in Asia and half <laughs> in Europe. And and I, I've been to uh, Tunisia in Africa as well, so, mm-hmm. but haven't been to America. It is my, one of my dreams. Hopefully, I will get there one day. Well, I hope you do. It's uh, I will. I will it's for a sure. wonderful place. And, and don't just go to New York. No, Stop no. in and see New York and then come and see the real America. I've got relatives in California. <laughs> there you go. Also, also beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that you're working freelance. Uh, so many people have a tough time making a living like that. But uh, I wonder if you could tell us what type of work you do, what type of client you work for on a freelance basis. All right. Uh, the good thing that. I can still work as freelance because uh, the company I work with in, uh, as a photojournalist, I, I work day in, day out. So oh, I have pl- that's so good. I, ha- I have plenty of time. So, But one day is dedicated for street photography every week. That, that's a must. <laughs> uh, it depends. Over here, you have to do... To, to, <laughs> to do every kind of job from commercial work to baptisms, Holy Communions. At the moment, I just had the full month of Holy Communions and uh, we were very busy. After last year, we had no work because of this pandemic. Uh, So uh, this year, we we started to getting some jobs. So um, uh, Occasionally, I do a wedding. I don't like to do them much, but sometimes a friend asks me and you cannot say no. And actually, a colleague of mine 
he asked me he's going to get married in November. And so I'm invited to his wedding, but I'm shooting it as well. <laughs> so mainly you try. And sometimes uh, uh, you get conferences from abroad. They ask you for your services uh, for the conference and all that. So bit of everything. Yeah. But the good yeah. thing is because I have a pension from the army and I have a job, I can choose the work that I accept or not. <laughs> That's very nice. That's a good situation to be in. Yeah. I'm so lucky. what's a good place to shoot in Malta? Uh, like, say you want to do street photography in Malta. Where where would oh, I? Where would Valletta is fantastic. Uh -huh. The capital city. I mean, my, my my, most of my work is in Valletta, okay, mm -hmm. because uh, of my job, I, I'm a lot of times in Valletta as well, and so I get that occasion that while I'm working, I, I get a street shot as well. Uh, Valletta, Valletta, you have uh, new new buildings like the, the new parliament, which I shoot a lot there. I love it, especially when the sun is coming up and when the sun is going down, the, the shadows, it's fantastic over there. Uh, and then there are the old old parts of Valletta and, and, and there are lots of steps. Uh, it's fantastic. But then there is <clears throat> the Thailand city, Medina, which is just five minutes by car from where I live. And uh, that's an old city with, with narrow streets and all. Well, that kind of, everything is old over there. So, and there are the three cities in in the south of Malta as well, which I love to go and shoot. Was big was Anglia and yeah, I forgot. Uh, anyway, they are called the three cities at the moment. Let's skip my and Vittoriosa. Sorry, sorry, right, got it. Uh, which is our old parts as well, and. and you you get even these old characters there, but then the, there's a little village that I I really love to visit every now and then. It's called Rendi, which is, which is a really old village, and and there are really <laughs> fantastic characters there and very friendly people. And sometimes I, I stop them and pose them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, and and then there's Gozo. Uh, uh, another nice place. We just get a boat and, and go there. But Valletta is fantastic. Yeah, I was supposed to be there in September. Oh. This coming, but we canceled the trip, and uh, so we're not we're not going back to Europe till next year now, just to be safe with COVID. Not that we're yeah, afraid of getting yeah. sick, Let, but. Uh, let us know yeah. when you get here. It will be nice meeting you and taking yeah, you around. I, yeah. I, uh, actually, that was part of my plan to reach out to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody but, is welcome, uh, even who's listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were only going to be there for a day, but uh, it's a long story. I won't go into it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. But, um, hey, I want to ask you something else. You you teach. Uh, you do a lot of teaching. Yeah. And uh, what, uh, what kind of... Uh, Workshops do you teach? Uh, I do street photography, obviously. Uh, I teach Lightroom. 
as far as I know, I'm the only guy on the island that teaches Lightroom <laughs> and even street <laughs> photography. <laughs> yeah, better. Uh, Photoshop for beginners as well. And uh, the association uh, I was with, because now I'm with another association, uh, I used to teach flash photography, modeling as well. And, but, but nowadays, mainly it's Lightroom and, and street of. You do that in person? Are they live yeah. workshops? Oh. Live workshops, but because of this pandemic, uh, yeah. we, we were having them on Zoom. Although, yeah. we went out. I mean, Malta, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't have any lockdowns, only partial lockdowns. And no, now, nowadays, it's just between zero and 10 COVID cases a day. So. That's we are very good, and yeah. I think we are the first country to get the herd immunity. And maybe the last. Hopefully. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> will. A lot of people don't, don't want the vaccine, the free vaccine. Yeah. But yeah, we won't I, I'm halfway, so. <laughs> oh, you are good. Yeah, very good. Uh, next week it's, I will get my second one, so. It's, it's liberating. Yeah. Um, Hey, let me ask I, you about your. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I had COVID in last October. October. Oh, you but, did? Oh. Yes, yes. But I was lucky, even my wife. I mean, I didn't even last 24 hours. So, and it was mild. Only a headache, and, and I was a bit tired, and that's oh. it. But, but we ended up staying inside <laughs> uh, for three weeks. So. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Because oh, yeah. people aren't so lucky. No, no, no. Well, you're young and healthy. So. <laughs> Not uh, young. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I've got a question for you since you're a, you're a Photoshop and Lightroom expert. I'm, I'm struggling with something. Other people may may as well. Mm-hmm. I was uh, traveling a couple of weeks ago, and um, I usually use Lightroom Classic. Yeah. And... Uh, but I had, a, I had a new laptop. I had the new Mac M1 chip. And yeah. Classic doesn't run well on it. They don't have a version for it. So I installed the new Lightroom. And I thought, well, maybe I'll try Adobe Cloud. And I'll put my photos up in the cloud. That way I can sync it here. It's been a pain in the butt. I should have just done it the old way. Do you, do you use... The um, their cloud their no cloud service for photos. No, no, no. I, I'm still old school. I I like to do yeah. it manually. Yeah, no, no. I I've never had it. Mainly nowadays, I I use Lightroom. I I hardly use Photoshop. So yeah, it only takes me two three minutes to, to edit my photos. I mean, I I'm still yeah. old school. Shoot the photo as good as you can, so you have less editing. In in, in oh yeah. To do and it's better to spend the time going out to shoot than editing the images. So. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, and I was uh, my concern was using the the um, the cloud service for storing photos and then being able to sync them properly. And obviously, yeah. you're not using it, so it's not an issue with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a really good internet and. and- I've never, I didn't even bother to go into it, but I've read about it, but 
It didn't yeah, make me go for it. So. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it's not um it's not simple by any means. And it, uh, it sinks things you don't want to sink. Like it was sinking yeah, yeah, all of my photos yeah. on my phone. I don't want those. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I, want tried, to I, I, I was going to try it and that's what happened to me. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So yeah, normally. They, I, now, now, now they fixed the M1 chip problem that they had. Adobe. With, with Lightroom Classic? With Lightroom, even with Photoshop, because many people had problems. I had a friend of mine had a problem with that as well. And now they did an update a few weeks ago, and he said it's okay. All right, good, good. Yeah, because what I did when I traveled with a laptop, I'd make a a catalog just for that trip. Yeah. And then I'd put it on. Merge it. Yeah, and then then I'd merge it on on the other end. It's not hard. Well, no, I'm going no, back no. to that. In the meantime, I increased my uh, um, my subscription to pay for the extra data to store the photos. <laughs> and I had a perfectly good backup and storage system. Anyway, don't mess with it if what you have does isn't broken. No, 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 no. I, I have uh, all my images on, on three hard drives. Yeah backed up so if one face i have on the others so I, I i back up even the lightroom catalog because that's important so on three hard drives then i i never had any problem yeah so far oh knock on wood so your workshop your street photography workshop um but how often do you do that i mean do you have it at regularly scheduled times or do you only do it a couple times a year when you have enough people well with the association i i, I do it twice a year uh, because people complain it's too hot and all that over here oh okay it is too hot but you have to do <laughs> sacrifices and be disciplined uh, so i do one in beginning of the year and one at the end of the year sort of but then i, I get people who do one-on-ones and that I mean, you don't have time for that. I mean, whoever comes, you say yes, and and you fix the dates. I always do it on 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 four days. So, oh, that's quite a, yeah, that's pretty in depth. Yeah, because I do, I do the f- the first day, two hours. The first day it's just two hours explaining uh, everything about street photography and so on and so on. Then two days going out for three to four hours. And give them task what to shoot, yeah, to to train them, see see the things, and and, and the last day I ask them to give me some of their images that they took during the workshops, and and I give them critique mm-hmm. on uh, how to improve or or even if they have any other questions that they would like to ask. Uh, apart from that. I always keep in contact whenever they need something. Uh, they can ask me, drop me an email or, or messenger or whatever, and uh, I'll help them out. One thing, uh, by you're a photojournalist. My, my son was trained as a photojournalist and worked in the field for several years. And I'm always 
I guess, impressed with the way photojournalists are able to create excellent photos on a regular basis, probably because you do it so much. But how has your experience being a photojournalist affected your street photography or enabled you to do what you do with your street photography? Yeah, it, it helped me a lot because, uh, as, you, as you said, uh, by time and by practice, uh, you get faster, you see things faster, you have to be quick because mm-hmm. some, some things only happen for a split of a second. And, and th- that, that's why in street photography, it helps me a lot. And also, uh, a good thing for everybody, especially if, if uh, any beginners are listening to us, you need to know how to use the camera with your eyes yeah. closed. That's the most important thing. I, I just I got my Canon R6 in October. But I started working with it uh, last month because before I knew that I know how to use it inside out with my eyes closed, I won't work with it. Yeah, you 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 can't so, take the time to think about it. No, no, because you will you you will lose an, uh, a very good opportunity, uh, and then uh, your bosses tell you, "Oh, what were you doing?" <laughs> so. And even for 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 our pride, you know, I mean, uh, you you have to to have the best photos mm-hmm. uh, in, in photojournalism. I mean, I mean, for the newspaper or the website, I mean, because that that helps the newspaper and and, and the website and and my company. Every, everybody tries to get that shot that the others don't have, which is not always possible, but but. You have to do whatever you can. So on the street, do you tend to um, say you have to be quick? Do you tend to, to zone focus, or do you still use autofocus even on the on the street? Yeah, I, I use autofocus, but it depends what what I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. If I'm going around uh, trying to find that candy shot or, or Good shot. Uh, I'm shooting in auto autofocus and and uh, and aperture priority yeah. because you, you you don't know if you're going to find the, the subject in the shade or or, or in the sun. So mm-hmm. you, you have to go in between, and most of the times you you have to fix that image because the settings are not that right. But if I find uh, a good composition and I'm waiting, then I go yeah. all, ma- all manual and uh, spot metering. Yeah. Otherwise on the street, are you, do you, are you not spot metering? You doing zone yeah. or center or whatever? It depends. Uh, yeah. Now with the new camera that it has the <laughs> eye detection, uh, it's tempting, but mm-hmm. It doesn't work 100%, so I, I'm not using it that much. Yeah. Uh, or maybe because I, I, I'm, I'm used and I know how to use spot metering fast. Because I, I, I move the, the button and the spot 
where I want it fast enough. Because when you're waiting for, 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 some, for a subject to pass, you're seeing the subject coming from the left or from the right. So I said, mm-hmm. this, this put me the spot on, on the right or on the left and wait until that subject hits my spot and bang. <laughs> I know, I just switched cameras. Well, I didn't switch. I got, I got the Leica Q. Just to, I want to give Leica a try. That was a good way to do it price-wise. But, uh, and I shot mainly with the Fuji X100 series. They're, I mean, they're kind of, kind of similar, but they're not. No, <laughs> and, no. uh, I've missed so many shots just because I'm trying to do things differently. And like you said, you've got to uh, be able to work it with your eyes closed. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have a new camera, uh, you have to go out and, and try out and yes, you, yeah. you miss, you miss, but. If if I go out and, and don't come out with, with a good image, um, it's not the end of the world. I mean, it was just going out at least out of the house and and training your eye and and, and your senses for next time. That's true. That's what practice is all about, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I want to make want to talk about something you're working on. I, I've I've seen you post some of the photos in Facebook and you've got a uh, a project called um uh, uh, double exposure um and first of all are you doing this in camera or are you doing this in post no i'm doing it in post okay. and that's the, that's the only time that i use photoshop <laughs> okay but that's what i figured but yes it's yes, really yes. cool i mean yeah I, I'm not crazy about a lot of tricky things when it comes to street photography, but yours is really unique and very interesting. Well, what can you tell us about this? Thank you, first of all. Uh, Yeah, it's a project that I decided to do uh, with, I mentioned before, that uh, I chose an image from Malta and an image from London to combine them into double exposure. Okay, you cannot call it street, but I'm doing it with street images, so it falls a bit on the street. Uh, not an easy thing to do to combine two images, uh, and especially how I'm doing it, Malta and London, so it's harder. But when I'm going around, I have that double exposure in my mind, and mm-hmm. I see a character, and I go running after him. <laughs> Or wait for him to him or her to, to to come near me and and grab the shot and I say I see later what what image will fit with 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 that. So, for example, you yeah you see an interesting person and you think oh he'll he'll look good overlaid on top of this other photo that I've already taken. Uh, not really. I, I mean, well, uh, I just say. This character is good for the double exposure. Oh, I take okay. the shot and then I see, because, yeah, I do what, what you say, but sometimes the, the image w- won't fit mm-hmm. uh, as, you, as you imagine it. Sure. And you have to, to, to find another image. So n- not all images fit uh, together. So, so you, you, you have to really work hard. And like yesterday, I tried some out, but I wasn't happy. And so I stopped because that's the best thing to do. 
top yeah. and then try another day when the mood is better. Don't yeah, don't try to make it fit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what prompted you to do this? Uh, I mean, I, I was shooting straight, and then uh, I'm always trying uh, to do and think about something different. And uh, I've seen these double exposures, uh, mm-hmm. not 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 straight, but but, and, and I always like them. Uh, so the idea came that I will I will do them with with, with straight images. Yeah, and then you you have another one, I guess it's similar. That you call what textured street? Yeah, no, it's just yeah uh, because the kind of images that I'm shooting in street with with the harsh light and harsh shadow, uh, I I tried something out. Uh, I had I have a couple of text textures that I took and, and I said uh, I, I try this out, and the first image that I did. Uh, and I posted on social media, everybody went crazy about it. And I said, oh, okay, we have a new project. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm always, but in this project, I'm always using the same texture, one texture. That's it. That's it. I'm doing it. This morning I did some others, and which I'm happy with. So you will see them shortly. <laughs> Okay, just so everybody understands what you're doing, why don't, why don't you explain what it is? What? It's just, the, the, I'm going back into my archive and, and, and even the latest uh, three images that I have, which, which are with harsh light and harsh shadows, and, and just add the texture on top of them in Photoshop, and then blend modes to soft light, and then adjust accordingly the opacity because not every image needs the same opacity. Mm-hmm. Because on one image it will be too much, hundred percent. On another image, it will be seventy-five or fifty. Depends. Yeah, because so, you know, I look through here and I see some photos of yours I've already been familiar with, and see what happens after you've applied the texture, and it's it's very interesting. Yeah, they're being liked a lot, and I'm getting good comments. So I will keep on doing it. Yeah. So what is the texture? Is it just a wall that you photographed? Exactly, oh, yeah. yeah. An, an old wall with with, with uh, paint dripping off and all that, and, and you have that texture. And then I was lucky because it was nearly white gray and black the texture mm-hmm. so it fitted exactly what i wanted i mean i had it before i didn't shoot it just for the project i mean yeah. i had it so i was like because when i'm out even if i see something that i like i just shoot it and and put it on the hardest and you never know what so and this texture came out <laughs> handy so don't i guess the the rule is don't throw anything away or- Exactly, if, if they are not bad. I, I, I'm a bit disciplined when I go out and, and shoot a couple of images in the street. Uh, I trash out a lot of, of images. I just keep the good ones and the best ones. Uh, and even because I'm shooting continuous shooting, uh, yeah. you have a lot similar ones. So uh, 
I keep the best one and, and throw away the others. But yeah, every now and then I I, I like to take textures and, and dot objects or things and those yes, those are keepers. <laughs> but those are not a lot that I take. So. <laughs> not much space on the hard disk is, is. So Martin, what else are you working on or what do you have uh, coming up in the near future? Well, uh, I, I I want to visit the places I was going to visit last year, which I didn't manage because of this pandemic, which 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 are Venice, Valencia, and I was supposed to go in Greece as well. So those are definitely the future, and obviously my beloved London, because <laughs> uh, I miss London. <laughs> Uh, London is like my second home. I mean, I, I, I've got relatives there and, and lots of friends. And my dad even lives up north in Newcastle in England. So England is oh. like my second home. So, so hopefully I will go there and the project from Malta to London will change to other cities. Although I've been to other cities before and, and I, 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 people can see them on my website. Uh, so that's... Maybe something new comes into my mind, but the projects that I have are are all ongoing. So, well, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, tell us where people can find you, learn more about your work, see what you're doing. Uh, if they go on my website, which is martinajuice.com, uh, they have all the links to my Instagram my, and Facebook as well. Uh, I have two Instagram accounts. One is dedicated to just street photography and the other one is journalism sports and and even i put street colored street photos <laughs> on the other account not, not <laughs> mainly and and uh, facebook i have my facebook page and also i have a facebook group called uh, street photography the decisive moment i i, I will send you the links uh, yeah, which people post there and, and I give them my opinions on the images and everybody can interact as well. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's a lot of work keeping up a group. Yeah. It, it, it's still in the beginning, so it's not that much of a headache so far, but yeah, it <laughs> is growing. It is growing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely share that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll put all these links in the article. Thank you. All right. Well, Martin, thanks again. I uh, I uh, appreciate you taking the time, and I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. So, perfect. Thank you, Bob, for having me. Uh, it was an honor, and thanks for your whole team because uh, it's, it's a whole team, it's not, not just one person. So that's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much, and keep up the good work, all you guys. Mm-hmm.